Hello and welcome to the podcast. This next recording is going to be a set I did at Hunky Dory in Durham. Sign up at 7 p.m. Show at 7.30. Hosted by Deb Aronin. Did a mediocre set. It was probably about five people on one side and the rest were comics on the other side. It's a pretty good room. It's in the basement, low ceilings, all that jazz. They actually have jazz available if you want to buy a vinyl record and take it home with you. They're usually like a dollar to five bucks. They're all used. I guess that's what the fucking vinyl prices are, but whatever. They also have Led Zeppelin posters that are blacklight sensitive. <laughs> that's done with that plug. Second set I recorded Zogs. I uh, bombed because I got a little too drunk. Because I really don't drink. Like, I'll drink maybe less than one beer a week. Maybe three beers a month at max. But that night, I was like, you know what? I'm feeling groovy. I got a little extra money in my pocket from delivery. I killed it that day. I made like 55 bucks and got a beer. It was called Sweetwater G13 IPA, which is like a weed-infused IPA. Not real weed. It's like hemp terpene, so it tastes like weed, but it's not actually going to get you high. It's like a great placebo to... Cause that smell, it was it was amazing. It's probably one of the best beers I've ever had, ever. <laughs> like I'm a big IPA fan. Asked for hoppium, but Rob the bartender was like, "I got something special for you, buddy." Pulled out this bad boy, black can, silver art, and uh, it's six percent alcohol and made by Sweetwater. I usually don't like their regular ass beer, like the Sweetwater 420. It's okay. But it's kind of a pale ale, not hardcore enough for me, my flavor profile. But yeah, bomb that set. I did a thing where I just did setups only because I tried to start off being fucking Mr. Science Guy and give everybody some insightful uh, opinions about mental illness. I got a couple laughs. It wasn't really that great. Plus, I went up second to last. I meant to get there early. <laughs> so I can sign up and get up like fifth. That's the key to that, Mike. You got to get there at like fucking 845. And just kind of walk around in circles till Josh comes in and then jump on that list. Because everybody else gets there like right at nine. But I'm not that kind of guy. I got to be fashionably late. Can't just be fucking looking like a regular motherfucker being there too early. Like, what if you saw Mark Marin just waiting in the club when there's nobody in there? Like, come on, guys. <laughs> Get your tickets out. Uh, it's not a Mark Marin. It's more New York than his California accent. But, yeah, there's going to be two sets on this episode and maybe an interview if I can find somebody willing to sit in my car and talk about comedy for an hour. But who knows? But I'm not going to release any more episodes of just sets. I'm going to at least have one interview per episode about something. Usually a new comic, because that's the only people who still talk to me, because they don't go along with all that rumors and blasphemy that motherfuckers try to project on me. Just because they're insecure, they can't deal with the realness of my fucking Christ consciousness. Of being a rebel-ass motherfucker that don't give a fuck. That's going to call niggas out to their face and tell them about themselves, but only if they fucking start trying to flex with no muscles because that shit happens all the time in any industry not just comedy but it's always this weird gatekeeper authoritarian narcissist syndrome that kind of creeps up and fucks with people but not gonna get into that
gonna keep on killing it like normal just booked a not really book book but pre-booked i got an offer to do a show at an indian guy's birthday party it's gonna be like 60 people there all family i feel like i'm a real fan of indians like i like all their meditation and yoga shit and they fucking tigers just running a rampant <laughs> and killing people occasionally like you hear a lot of tiger murder stories about india Besides all the bus rapes, but whatever, sorry. <laughs> they gotta do what they gotta do. This is what happens when people start watching American porn and they're not in America and they just think that shit's real and they can just go on a bus <laughs> and be 30 motherfucking curry smelling bastards just whipping out the little chorizos or whatever the Indian meat is called. Goat. <laughs> I don't know what they eat, but yeah. Other than that, life's been beautiful. Moved into the new apartment. New neighbors, kind of horrible. Just on a scale of 1 to 10. First day of domestic violence. I think I already covered this story, but recently it's been a lot of arguments based on the stress of being on the run from the law and not being able to get money. Supposedly there was a break-in at a local Graham eatery or bar. But I'm a I don't think it was him, but he does look kind of similar. Dude, the dreads. I'm trying to get some of his crime stoppers money. Like, I'm not a snitch, but I don't fuck with property uh, theft. Like, that's the only thing. Like, don't steal. Don't kill people who don't deserve it for innocent shit. And don't try to fucking fuck with my money. That's the only three things that I will fucking raise up my evil side for. But other than that, I'm a love filled motherfucker. I either ignore the shit out of you or give you a fucking dapped up, which is the only way that it is to be. But I don't want to fake shit just to try to make other people feel comfortable. Which is something else you gotta do in comedies, supposedly. If you listen to industry types. <sighs> what else going on? I want to go play some Call of Duty. It's kind of hard to talk to yourself when you're in your apartment trying to not. Because these walls are thin. We got zero insulation in here. Like when we were doing the construction, I was like, it's just like somebody just fucking threw some cotton balls in the walls in between the studs. So, like, this shit is not well soundproofed until I get that soundproof money. Or at least they like start selling soundproofing at fucking Walmart because the podcasting gets so fucking cool that everybody's like, oh, or Best Buy. We can book, buy some panels and put them on the wall. It's just $25 per 12 square feet. Like, I'm going to have to spend like $200 to fucking soundproof this whole apartment or more. Probably just do strategically placed panels. I'm not going to cover all the walls with fucking soundproofing. Or if that'll make it harder for roaches to fucking walk, because it's hella roaches here. Not hella, hella, but I've seen at least five since I've been here, and they all been over three inches long, and they the motherfuckers hiss, probably. I haven't listened to them, but yeah, roaches and mice. But I'm a savage. This shit don't affect me. Like I see a roach, uh, my old school reaction was to kill it, cause it, but I'm used to country roaches, like less than an inch, a little bitch-ass water bugs. These bad boys right here, you can cook these motherfuckers. Like, you can put them on Fear Factor if you wanted to. <laughs> like, I got my own Fear Factory over here about to start selling roaches to the fucking Hollywood elites so they can make people eat them and fuck up the whole, 
now you're going to the the hologram. Can't let y'all know too much about my fucking supreme knowledge. But yeah, this went a long intro. It's eight minutes so far. Tonight, and I'm not going to tell you where I'm going to be tonight because I might not even show up. Got to charge my batteries for camera shit. But yeah, enjoy the episode. You guys have been supporting like a motherfucker. Uh, follow me on Instagram if you randomly hear this and you want to get like a direct link to me. I really don't pay attention to anything on Facebook. I just randomly scroll through and hit share and try to piss off people and make them think I hate Jews, even though they deserve the fuck out of all this fucking heat I'm throwing at them. Especially now with this whole anti-libertarian media bend, and like anti-patriot, anti-freedom fucking thing that everybody's just towing the line on. The 85 percenters been pushing this shit and like reinforcing it relentlessly. But just like the Bible, you got to say, forgive them motherfucking basic bitch lame niggas because they know not what they do. <laughs> I rebuke the motherfucker. I don't know. I'm going to start hitting them with some of that real nigga Christianity. That's my new theme in comedy. It's like what John Eisenhower used to always say, like being the bad boy of Christian comedy. Like, I pretty much am. I'm like the dice man. Uh, like pro freedom shit from the black side. But yeah, keep it real. Oh, follow Anton LeBay triple nine. That's what I meant to say on Instagram. If you want to get some insider shit, I mostly just post videos about shows that are going on or open mics, even though I think they're the exact same thing. Like treat shows like open mics, treat mics like shows and you're going to blow up. I even hear it. People are like, oh, this guy tried to fucking be a showstopper. I'm like, hell yeah. That's what everybody should be trying to go for. We should all be fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin in The Rock for no reason. And then don't even ask for shit. Because that's how you do it. You got to flex hard. You got to Randy Savage life it and walk around with your shades on indoors now you're the fucking people saying it's a douchebag movie like I don't want to I don't want to fucking have to see your insecurities manifest in the form of like erratic body language like most people kind of start shaking if I know they got like a fucking secret they can't tell me or they got fear they're trying to fucking hide I can smell all that shit that's what autism is especially when you got like the supreme fucking Knowledge to be able to know how to control all this stuff and use your powers for good. Like Spider-Man, bitch, I'm black, splacking on motherfuckers with the, with that truth. All right, what else I got going on? T-shirts, they're 30 bucks because that shit is expensive as fuck to make when you don't have bulk order capability money because like, the letters are a dollar and some a piece. So if I put Illuminati on your shit, it's going to be like $16 just for the fucking letters, plus the tie-dye, plus the shirts, plus the fucking transfer paper. Shit adds up. And it's been like $200 so far. So for five shirts, I got to at least make back that much. But I can cut some deals. Like if you're a real friend, you get a deal. But no freebies unless you're real, real, real cool. And everybody knows who they are. People that don't send me fucking gifts on the internet that I'm, I was like, I don't watch videos. Like, you send me a video, I'm not gonna watch it. Send me a fucking meme, trashed it. <laughs> you gotta act like I'm Joe Rogan. Like, pretty much consider me 
the Joe Rogan of your scene? Like, would you send this shit to a celebrity thinking he's going to send you something back? No. Even though I don't like the word celebrity because that's like a fucking Hollywood industry term. Or would you send this shit to a real nigga? Like, if he was... <laughs> like, let me see. Let me, let me think of this shit. Suge Knight. Not Suge Knight. Who? Oh, Kevin. Not Kevin Hart. Cat, I guess, uh, fuck it. Cat Williams, like, if you would send, if you send a Cat Williams a gift, be like, bitch, I know what's funny. I don't, I don't need nobody else trying to make me laugh. My whole life, I like live every day with the infinite amount of humor that I can find at any given time. So I don't want motherfuckers trying to show me shit that some fucking twelve year olds made on Facebook that think I'm gonna fucking be like, oh, thanks for sending this. Like, no, don't do that. That's shit, that shit girls do. Like, girls that send me hay messages or people that send me fucking a fat dude fucking jumping in a pool. <laughs> like, what do you think this is? America's funniest videos? I've seen that shit when I was like eight years old. Shit is dead to me. But yeah, I gotta get off the phone so I can call this guy and figure out where I'm gonna meet him at for this photography shit. Like, share, and subscribe. Favorite the podcast on Anchor. Support our sponsors because I finally made it my monthly donation amount i only made 10 dollars a month but hey that's all just from y'all listening to the ad so if you want just listen to the whole ad turn it on silent whatever just turn the volume down don't skip over it because the more minutes you get in like podcasts like the longer you listen to the ad the more money i get even though i only have flipboard and anchor so far what else? I'm thinking about doing some local shit. Cause I've drove by this car shop and they had this Volkswagen Beetle, like the early two thousands, like the, when they started coming out with the round bodies, and they put a big ass four X four body up under it and they called it the the mud bug. I was like, that's a cool ass fucking thing. They just finally built it. Even though it does look kinda shitty, like they didn't try that hard. <laughs> I wanna show up like, hey bro, let me see that Volkswagen, let's do a fucking interview, see if we can get some people down here. That's the whole point behind car companies building these big ass like show pieces to get people to be like, oh, if they can do that, they can totally change my brakes for the low. Cause I had an idea. Like if I got rich, I would like to get a eighty something Jaguar, a two door, put a fucking Coyote five hundred horsepower motor in that some bitch, but not jack it up too high. Like I like to make it off road capable, like a Baja kind of version of a. Jaguar and call it the Black Panther. Put some fur on it, do some crazy shit to it, drive it around, actually use it out in the field. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you can't put fur on a car and then using the mud, but maybe I would go up like just big ass rocks and shit. <laughs> like, yep, this bitch out here getting it in. <sighs> I drank an energy drink today. We had free ones that work. Vinny, the manager, bought everybody. Bang energy drinks, which is actually good. Like, I didn't get a panic attack from this. Like I'm talking fast, but I'm focused because it has CoQ10 in it, and I don't know if it like sl- delays the fucking crack hit to your system from caffeine. But I took a, like an hour to drink that thing, and now I'm just slightly sleepy, but not really. I don't know. I'm like. It's clear as shit. Plus, I didn't eat for two days. Like, I'll be doing that intermittent fasting where I just skip days, then I eat a fucking discounted sandwich. So I only spend about $6 a week on food. Drink assos of water and get myself some of that fucking, uh, 
instant coffee with this hot water dispenser and i just been living life like a fucking monk in my roach infested apartment but it's still better than living at home with my dad that i figured out the real reason he was going crazy is because he felt like a failure as a father because he has a son that still lives with his parents at age 30 so i really think it was just a joke like he just couldn't say that shit so he just did some passive aggressive shit to try to like freak me out and make me angry and hate being there like because my mom's like soon as i left he started cleaning up doing better he stopped taking his pills started exercising i was like why can't you just do this shit when i'm there but i guess because he just see me sitting around after work and doing open mics or not working and just fucking <laughs> eating snacks God, that was the thing. I couldn't. I always kept being a hypocrite. Like, like hey, bro, don't eat ice cream. But if he goes out and buys like a case of ice cream sandwiches, I don't get one. But a narcissist alcoholic in him is like, see, I'm doing it for you. It's like false charity. That's part of the narcissist alcoholic programming. And that's also connected to comedy. Like, people who act like they fucking are doing you a favor, really just only doing it so they can complain about it later. I'll explain further, probably in an interview if somebody talks some shit, and I'll just fucking re- rebut that shit with some science. <laughs> yeah. But this has been a great 17-minute intro. <laughs> and I'm not going to, I can't tell you who the guest is because I recorded this before the interview, so just listen and have fun. Peace. Give it up for your next comic, Phil Warren. That was actually my nickname in high school. It's token. But I used that to my advantage. I started a cult. (laughs) Being like the only black guy everywhere. It's called a cult of token. Had a bunch of hot topic shoppers following me around doing my bidding. Yes. That's my whole life's purpose, is to start my own cult. <laughs> I have a weird back history regarding pharmaceuticals and maybe mental illness, who knows? Could be a fucking superpower. Yeah. Because my dad is schizophrenic confirmatively, because he's got charges based on it. But I feel like I'm just schizoid by proxy. Like, me being raised by him is, like, the reason I turned out so cool today. I think I got a conspiracy. I think the government is trying to make people go insane so everybody will be cool, but then nobody will be cool. And they can have, like, a monopoly on art. It's like, it's Ayn Rand shit. I read that when I was 12, yeah. Also checked out Mein Kampf when I was in the fifth grade. Oh, my God. Not because I cared or, like, I was into Hitler. I was just like, I need to set myself up for the government to think I'm a terrorist early on. Like, that's what the voices in my head were telling me, is like, troll the fuck out of the government. Because <laughs> that's the only way to fight the war against the man, is like, make the cops spend extra resources following me around to like, open mics and shit. <laughs> At least that's what I'm trying to do. Only happened once. But yeah, I gotta get back to that weird thing. So, I was four years old, gonna get my tonsils taken out, because they said you're gonna die if you don't do that otherwise. And I got put under general anesthesia. And what they don't tell you, if you have a history of schizophrenia, you get put under anesthesia just like you do with DMT. But I was tripping balls at four years old. Like the first thing that happened to me, this voice came out of nowhere. 
and I felt like this huge weight on my body, like I was getting astral projected out of my little black four-year-old self. And this voice was like, you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> I was like, what? In the hospital getting good-ass service? And then after that, I kept going through like past life regressions of like myself getting murdered over and over again throughout time. Like I think at one point I was King Philip, but I don't know, this is a weird ass dream. Because after that, I had this weird thing where I'd never forget any dreams. Like every dream I have, I play it like a fucking DVR in my head. It's like Netflix, but like psychic Netflix. It's kind of weird, but I think of it. Oh yeah, my favorite dream to have. I have this thing, I can control all my dreams too. So as soon as I'm in a dream, I'm like, oh yeah, it's time to go climb that building right there and do some Superman shit. And that's what the secret is, like everybody's getting all excited about virtual reality, so you already got it in your own brain, dude. Just do some fucking yoga and watch the power. I gotta write down, I gotta commentate from earlier. Cause I have a weird thing, what if Jesus' name was Rodney? Do you think Christianity would have lasted this long if his name was Rodney Christ? That'd be the perfect cover, like they say that Jews are waiting on their Messiah, I was like, what better place? to hide the rebirth of Christ to being a black redneck from the south. He's like super anarchist and just hates the government. I was like, yeah, I'm close as fuck. I'm way closer to Wolfgang Hunter. You didn't see him earlier. <laughs> and looking like the black Jesus. Or at least the Muslim depiction of Jesus. Like that dude, somebody, Dink, said it looked like my dad. I'm like, do you know who that guy's face is? It's not just a crop drawing. Oh, yeah. But ever since then, I've been cool as fuck. First day of kindergarten, my mom made me an all red, like, custom sweatsuit because I was like, I cannot wear bullshit out the middle of the brawl mile. At a young age, I was a fashionista. <laughs> and all the other kids, they saw me coming in my all red shit on, instead of being like, hey, that motherfucker's <laughs> slick as hell, they're like, that boy right there's a goddamn devil. I was like, I haven't even did shit yet. I haven't even told you of my plans. Like, my plans, like, you don't want to see a crazy dude like me get money. That's why all this weird shit's going on in the media, like, anti-libertarian, anti-free speech. Because dudes like me, if we can, like, successfully get through the corporate world, get a couple of gigs, I might start fucking putting bombs at homeless people. Who knows? Like the Joker. Not actually, you know what I'm saying? Like, we see a lot of cop-killing videos on the internet. Why not have, like, a couple just cool dudes chilling on the corner, run up, get that guy hugged, and just pop them off. Yeah. I mean, say I wouldn't do this, but I think we have the technology to be able to like get that done. Also, want an underground Batman house? Like that's something I would do if I had money. Uh, all right, let's see. Yeah, this is crazy. I always like going off the dome with it. Right, flip the page. White deer. That is actually incorrect. We would shoot the fuck out of it all by our deer. Cause that'd be the coolest thing to put on your wall. Like you wouldn't have to worry about going out, <laughs> finding a black deer, and convincing him to go Michael Jackson style, bleaching his face. Yeah, yeah. Then everybody come over to my house. Like, hey Phil, what's up with that bootleg deer you got there? It ain't really black, bro. Or it used to be black though. All right, else? I think everybody's schizophrenic. Just to explain further, because anybody who uses Tinder is pretty much turn into another personality just so they can have sex. Like every girl I've ever dated always been like, I love you, we can get married. And as soon as I busted up, like, get the fuck out of my car. We're at a Panda Express, and it's way too early to have sex. 
Like, I'll agree to it because I'm like, oh yeah, this person wants to bang me. Why not fuck somebody at a fucking behind the dumpsters in bright ass daylight? But I was successful at it, so I'm like, why as well do it again? Who knows? But yeah, most normal people would not do that. Just <laughs> that's why I stopped having any kind of sexual relations at all to get even closer to Christ. Like I went six months without jerking off or having any ejaculations, and people just start trying to get cum out of my body. Like I went to Food Line. I get a pound of kale and I get a kombucha and the lady behind the counter she just gave me this weird look and when she gave me the, gave, gave me the change she like rolled the inside of my hand I'm like how do you know but I didn't just leave the gym you can smell, smell cum outside my body it was just so much in my pores but yeah it's been fun I'll see you guys later telling me the dark hearts13x back in the 60s came up with this idea that any human being on a planet has like the ability to become a god and the key to becoming a god is is not giving a fuck about the rest of the world and treating the world like it's your art project I guess I'm a bad Muslim I've been drinking fucking this beautiful ass beer right here a little plug for the bar I don't know if you heard of it it's called G13 it's just like weed. <laughs> so if you only have four dollars and you don't have enough to buy weed, you can totally just get this and dream. <laughs> I mean, that's what Islam is to me. So I can create my own reality with my thoughts. Just kind of placebo effect in myself. I almost have I wrote down something actually. What? Isaac Woosley, I had a piece of advice for him. I feel really bad. Because he doesn't know this, but the medicine they give autistics makes you addicted to Mountain Dew. I think it's a conspiracy. Because when I was a kid, I used to go to my aunt's house, and I don't know if she was medicated or what, but she was kind of weird for an old black lady. But she had an entire section of her house dedicated to Mountain Dew. Like, probably 10 cases of Mountain Dew just sitting there. She like Mountain Dew like, lights and everything. She's like the ultimate Mountain Dew fanatic. 
things called like PKU or phenylketonuria, where like the medication itself is like a side effect when you weigh it next to the sugar. Uh, I I was going oh yeah, my dad. Sorry about that. My dad technically has schizophrenia, but every day on the way to church when we were kids, he would always stop off and get a pack of Mountain Dew, a pack of certain sense of Mountain Dew. And it makes you go crazy. Like, if you drink weird processed sugar and you have PKU, it makes you like addictive kind of behavior patterns. You might start going to Craigslist orgies for no reason, just for validation purposes. Speaking of orgies, I'm missing out on a bondage party right now to be with you guys, so it's real very important. I don't think Jimmy John or Jimmy John's ain't really cutting the mustard right now. I only make about 57 bucks a week. So I'm gonna start my own trolley business in Chapel Hill here. But I don't know if it's gonna survive the liberal regulatory hurdles. I heard you guys have burner scooters for three days before town council just fucking sucked them. Cause that's actually a great job. I don't know, like, suppose you get like hundred fifty dollars a day charging up scooters, but the only people who like are cool enough to go around collecting scooters and charge are like homeless guys, dudes like me who are super unemployable. Cause I'm in the five percent of Islam, and I'm at work. I can't help but preach the gospel. I was like, nothing, none of your problems are real, lady. You can start a podcast and become a millionaire. And they're like, Phil, you can't tell people that. It's gonna shut down the whole soccer game. Kind of feel it. A lot of weird stuff been going on in the media. Like a lot of ideas about mental illness and how we should have awareness of it. I don't believe in mental illness. I think all mental illness is like a choice. Because when you boil it down, all you have to do is just reprogram your own biological computer in your head. Because pretty much all you guys are on Tinder, and everybody just acts like they're normal human beings. But I think everyone who has like casual sex is schizophrenic. Because like in the moment he was like, "I love you, I love you, I love you," but then like right after he's like, "Get the fuck out of my car! It is 5:30 p.m. I'm way too early to have sex in public. I don't know what came over me. It was all that enlightenment." Uh, I stopped ejaculating for six months straight and then I just randomly downloaded that app. But uh, there's some random about us in there. I just wrote down that uh, that's a uh, wrong page. This is killing me right now. Yeah, that was a uh, black joke. It's not going to work right now. We got one minute left. What's up, guys? Fucking Game of Thrones riffs. Yeah, I hate that show. Just because I can't live out the fantasy of being able to walk around with a sword and nobody calling the cops on me. Because I can barely walk around with this jacket on. Like, I wear some hollies. You know, as soon as I walk into the counter with money and a pack of camouflage t-shirts, the girl's just like, security! I said, I wear these glasses for prescription. It's not a fucking mask. I'm not robbing this place. I got so many videos. You know what? I don't even fucking care about these shirts. I have twenty dollars right here. Fuck Ollie's sort of fuck racism if that's what it is. Or maybe I'm just afraid of my blackness. I don't know. But yeah. Well this is horrible. I'll see you guys later. Good <laughs> morning everybody.
Were we as good as an orgy? All right, coming up next on stage, you guys, we have our uh, final performer. Give it up for Sasha Harris, everybody. All right, thank you, thank you. It's great to be here. Oh, wireless mic. I feel like I'm on solid gold. There's a reference none of you will understand. Um, <laughs> solid gold. Marilyn McCoo. So, my name is Sasha, it's a weird name, a uh, very strange name, I um, don't think I know what the bird is, and here's why. Maybe you're familiar with the Russian book, so you're the wolf, this little bird in that book. In the black redneck, called from the sticks, welcome to the stage, Mr. Philip Warren! Actually, I explain that, it's just all based on the movie Black Panther. Cause I had this weird ass theory because I did a bunch of shrooms once. <laughs> that if Jesus came back, he'd be a black libertarian from the South. Oh, okay. yeah. uh, that's pretty much what he was. Like if you think about like the old Jesus that everybody knows about, he was really pretty much just the realest thing in the game. <laughs> like, he kept shit so real he was willing to die for. He was like the first to talk. <laughs> like, what if Jesus' name was Rodney? Do you think Christianity would have lasted as long as his name was Rodney Christ? And you hear Republicans on TV like, before we eat this Carolina barbecue, let's thank Rodney for everything we got so far. Manifest destiny on that shit. Sorry about slavery. It's cool, Rodney. We got a fucking government program for that. First, I gotta explain my glasses. These are prescription. I'm not just doing this shit to be weird for no reason. A little hard-ass lifestyle. I'll do a little for Jimmy John's. And I broke my glasses jumping in my car. Because I fucking love Dukes and Hazard. I was like, I know it's not necessary to jump through the window, but motherfuckers are tipping extra hard for that shit. But that dude motherfucker trying hard as fuck. There's no hubcaps on this shit. The owner of the company's like, you made this place look bad. I was like, nah, bro. I'm fucking, I'm affirmative action right now. You'd be helping out in the world by giving black autistic people jobs. That's the only job I can do. I was like, I'm a retard and normal ass life, but why am I behind the wig all that fucking Ryan Gosling? The black ass Ryan Gosling that's got all fucking gloves on, killing shit. Alright, what else we got? Uh, conspiracy theory time. Because on Facebook, I just ran some shit recently because, like, this Me Too shit's been going around and I'm not a big fan of it because. Like what they said was they're like, there's audio recordings of Martin Luther King laughing during the game bank. I was like, have you ever been in a game bank before? Because they have the most hilarious situations of all time. Like every freeway I've ever had, that other dude got kicked out middleweight into it. And I had to be the one to explain them high as fuck. I'm like, bro, you got a bad personality. You made it hard for me. I had to finesse my way into this high fucking bitch. You had to ruin it with your fucking weak ass stroke game. So we should have practiced before this shit. We should have, before we made a Tinder profile, we should have fucking got in there to rid them up in a fucking arcade playlist. I'm afraid. The thing is, they never released that tape Martin Luther King. I think it would have sounded like, me and Corona, we got an agreement. She said, I can get all the side pussy I want on the road. She don't want me to die with blue balls in a red state. While I'm out there fighting the crack ass crackers. I remember this one time I was going off the white and the brown. 
This big Asian bitch came up to me and she said, Martin, I want to suck your dreams out. I told that bitch, I was like, you want to fuck me? You got to fuck the whole squad. I'm talking Jesse Jackson. Malcolm X hitting it from the back. But not Seth's slippery hair, cool now, Sharpton. I think he sold me out to the fans. That nigga has some little dude getting shot. No pussy for that slick motherfucker. That's what happened. That too many house sharks is in my circle. So I had to go settle it. That's what I did. Like, I became black Jesus for this giving up on fucking. I found out the hard way. Like, I went like six months without busting a nut. And somehow I developed this God power where everybody just tried me to come out of body for no reason. Like, even in line at food line, like seven year old ladies rubbing it inside my hand when they give me my change back. Like, yeah, <laughs> You feel the vibes. You know I got that fucking cheat energy shit going. I mean, insane. I would do it too. I'm trying to broke this fuck right now. Trying to get some old lady money. But yeah, it's been fun. I'll see you guys later. So that was the podcast. I don't know what's going on. I think something's wrong with this app. Everything I record is recorded or playing back in like super fast motion. So that's not on my part. I didn't try that. But supposedly in the app, they have a way that you can play it back at normal speed if you have the certain apps or slow it down so it won't sound like a fucking chipmunk voice. But yeah, a lot of new episodes coming up if this app doesn't fuck up even more. So stay posted. And keep posting and sharing and shit because people I never even met before, but hey, I heard the podcast. Like, thanks, buddy. You're doing it right. But yeah, I'll let you know later. I, I got one more episode, so this will be a quick outro. But like, share, and subscribe. Find me on Philuminati Facebook page for all the deets. And yeah, over and out.